welcome to Barbie-topia, the podcast for grown-ass adults who still love Barbie for some reason. Uh, I'm Tommy, and um, I cannot humanly put into words how fucking thankful I am that we are no longer doing Fairytopia. This is... you know what? We're doing today. I'm sorry, who are you? Oh, oh, I'm Rowan. I just figured people fucking knew by now. I, uh, you, you know, uh, <laughs> I thought you might have wanted to do like an intro. I guess not. Anyway, no, no, who cares? Um, I'm beyond that now. So the movie we're covering is Barbie and the Magic of Pegasus. Do you know what I hate? What? Why is it the Magic of Pegasus? Yeah, it feels. Re- it should be the Magic of the Pegasus. I thought it was like a typo, and then no, it's like on the credits. Like in the film, yeah. It's on the Wikipedia. I'm like, no, like, it's called Barbie and the Magic of Pegasus. Yeah. Or I guess it's fine, but it still feels. I weird. guess I've like I've like grown up with like watching this movie or well, actually, I never watched the movie that much. I played the computer game mostly. Do you know, what, do you know what's funny? Mm. I realized watching this, I'd never seen this film. I thought I had. I'd played the Game Boy game. I'd never played the PC game, but the Game Boy I game. I think I, if I've ever seen this movie, I've seen it once. Yeah, no, nothing actually rang a bell. And everything I thought I knew about it was all from, like, yeah. the game that I played. Even yeah. the games we played were separate. It was very yeah, simple, I was like, like, pixel game. Yeah, I was like, okay, now this happens and this happens and this happens, but that's literally just because I played the game. I don't even remember if I've actually seen this movie... But if I have, it's only been once. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, the title is like so ingrained in my mind because I've been playing the game for my whole childhood. So I'm like, mm. oh yeah, Barbie and the Magic of Pegasus. But when you really think about it, it's like... Because I'd been calling it the Magic of the Pegasus. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's just of Pegasus. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so no, I hadn't seen this film. Mm. And to be honest... Mm. I found the beginning very clunky. Yeah, I found it like that like, too. It was like it was I can't, very fast paced. I couldn't put my finger on it, but something felt very off. All right, so let's go into like what happens. Yeah. All right, so it begins, and we once again have a very kind of long intro. But we. Like, I watched a knockoff version of it on YouTube. So for one, it started when the queen went to give Barbie. Like, her birthday present? Yeah, no, that's when it begins. Okay, cool. Yeah, it starts, like, pretty suddenly, like, just a sh- kind of okay. close-up shot also, of the castle. Yeah. Also, I need to ask, was yeah. Kelly Sheridan the voice of Barbie in this? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I because I think another thing... I can check. Uh, yes. Two, thing, two things about the version I watched. Well, actually, technically three things, but the third thing was that I just thought the intro had been cut out. Mm. Second thing was that it was cropped. So I didn't see yeah. the entire screen, yeah. but that was fine because I saw enough. Third thing was that the audio had been dropped, <laughs> but not enough for it to be noticeable until much, much later. So for a while I was like, is this is this someone else? Is this not Kelly Sheridan? But I guess it is. Mm, yeah, so it begins, yeah, it kind of just straight up goes onto a shot of the castle and it's not like a wide shot, it's pretty close and then pans and you see uh, the queen. Yeah. Or like who you assume is the queen. Yeah. Like, at the time, it's not really stated. But who you knew later to be the queen. She's holding a gift, and she's walking through the castle, and it's kind of empty. And it's the morning, and she, like, opens the door, and, like, to this room, and 
she can't find who the gift is for. Bobby. Uh, what well, is her name? Because Princess Annika. It's called. It's like Britannica or something. Yeah, uh, something like that. Uh, like the encyclopedia. Yeah. But, and then she like starts screeching or whatever and then... She sh- yeah. s- shines a bell in which the room interesting, she's missing. Which is but, interesting that the bell is in her daughter's room. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming maybe they have... Like, that could be mostly made for, like, if Annika is in trouble. Like, there's probably alarm bells like that all around the place, Yeah, right? I guess. Because I, she's a princess. I guess, so she but can ring. she starts ringing it and everyone immediately knows, oh, the princess is missing. And then you see the king and he's like, oh, not again. Yeah. Because like, I was like, oh, so we're like getting straight into the plot. And then I was like, oh, no. And the thing about it is like, Earth, they have this scene. And I think this is kind of why it's really weird. They have like a scene and then they cut to like title credits. And it's a really like similar to when they were flying through the meadow in Fairy Yeah. It's her, Aunt Princess Annika ice skating yeah she just does it for a really long time yeah and this is obviously ice skating is going to be the skill when it comes to rating him but they like the ice skating was very beautiful Mm, even if it felt out of on ice i know yeah which is (laughs) which is it's also very fitting that obviously this episode is going to be coming out at a later time because we post these every two weeks and then also do them in advance almost two months ahead yeah. But currently the Winter Olympics are on. Yeah, so it is very fitting that mm. we are doing an ice skating centric Bobby, but, well, kind of centric Bobby mm. film today. Yeah, and so we're seeing her ice skating, yeah. yada yada. It's However, really just on, ice skating, you know. This is, again, related to the Winter Olympics. I will say I am 100% in love with the routine the French couple did to The Sound of Silence. The only Winter Olympic sport that I've watched is curling. <laughs> that is a very you thing. <laughs> I like You know what curling is, I'm not gonna explain it. Just look it up. It's it's the it's like chess on ice. I'd say it's more like lawn balls on ice. Lawn ball chess. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Anyway, so she's skating around and not much is happening. It is like the intro yeah. meant to show what she can do it did... credit scene. Yeah. However, it, it does hang introduce on. an animal companion. Which okay. First of all, I think this is the first Barbie film where the animal companion wasn't there, wasn't like already established as an animal companion. And I honestly don't know why they didn't do that. Really, she... Yeah. Basically, this baby polar bear who makes not polar bear sounds, but actual baby sounds. Yeah. Almost like a kind of gurgling toddler, because sometimes she'll say almost words. She says, she says sparkle a lot. Yeah, because she sparkle, has this weird. But she says it like an actual human baby. Yeah, and I was like, that's super weird. As far as Barbie sidekick animals go, I've... she was fine. There was a couple of things about her voice that annoyed me, but really, compared to what we've had, Sybil, <laughs> I was basically okay with her throughout the film. Yeah. Um, I didn't understand why they kept bringing her into danger, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Also, human eyes so creepy. Mm-hmm, um, but that's all of them, really. Yeah, like. Don't give animals human eyes. Yeah, just honestly, they could have given her like black eyes, like you know. Yeah, like a polar or dark brown. Yeah, and it was like it know, she had bright blue eyes with eyelashes, and it was and just the worst scleras thing in the and world. stuff like that, and or white scleras and stuff like that. In the world, and I yeah. hate it. <laughs> Speaking of music, did you know? Did you know who Beethoven? Sung? Yeah, no, but do you know how they have the title song? Like the, the, in the credits, like the yeah. actual like kind of poppy song. Yeah. Do you know who sang that? 
I just look. I, I just feel like it. I don't want to know. It's Brie Larson. She won an Oscar recently. Yeah, no, I know. She's the current. She's going to be Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain um, she Marvel. Was, she won an Oscar, for, I think, for Room. The movie. Oh the yeah. Movie in the room. Oh yeah. And like, is That's... a phenomenal actress, but she like sung this really bad song. Yeah. A flat song. Anyway. Um, another thing, another thing that I think made mostly the whole film, but definitely the intro really clunky was the fact that this is obviously medieval time period. Yeah. And we've got Annika sort of in very modern looking clothing while she's skating, but that's just fine, I guess, because it's like, okay, she's wearing pants or whatever. She's wearing jeans. She was just in kind of pants, but they were kind of dyed in, I guess, modernish colors. Yeah. Which, you know, is totally fine because I think that's really the only instance of her wearing, like, non-feminine, non-period clothing. Yeah. The thing that did make it really clunky and out of place for the time period was the actual figure skating because, like, she does all these moves that you see. That totally did not exist. That totally didn't exist back then because... I I mean, you can't really judge. Just because we didn't know they existed didn't mean people weren't doing cool stuff. I know, but she was doing it like a fucking... Like an athlete, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it's still, like, the way they do the ice skating is from a modern perspective. And it felt very modern. Like, okay, like people... Like, sequence felt super modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight out of a castle sequence. Okay. And I was like, okay, But what? people back then, they, you know... Ice skated. People ice skated, you know, since a fucking monkey decided to put, like... Put knives on its feet. Puts ni- put knives on its feet and fucking go bleeding across a frozen lake. As, as monkeys did and still do. Yeah. Don't you remember that part of 2001, A Space Odyssey? <laughs> He throws the blade in the air and it slow motion turns into a ice skate. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> that, this is, make that movie. This this is gonna turn into the, the title. There's a title joke somewhere here. Yeah. But um no, since like the beginning of ice skating, people have been, you know, jumping and doing pirouettes and stuff like that. I don't think they've been doing that thing where they crouch down and they spin around yeah, and yeah. I don't think they've been doing that. Point is they were so extra. Mm. But the thing about it is, yeah, it was like this very modern, she looked modern, all this sort of like straight out of yeah. this, uh, this medieval scene. And I was like, for a moment, like I was second guessing myself, like, is this like Barbie Barbie and not Annika? Yeah. Like, that's what I thought. And then I kind of looked at her again. And I'm like, no, I think this is Annika because she's, it said that she was missing. So this is obviously her. Yeah. But, you know, back to the polar bear whose name was... She names her Shiva. She names her Shiva. Because she's cold. And at first I was like, why the fuck is she cold? But then even like Annika's like, you're a polar bear. What the fuck? Yeah. But the thing about it is she just takes this baby polar bear. Yeah. She just takes it home. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, that thing is going to grow up and mole you. But even then it's like, you just removed like a wild animal from an habitat and you just thought that was a good idea because it was cute it's a bear <laughs> yeah. like i get i get it looks cute but it's a bear and i'm like people i'm like, people do that with like brown bears all the mm. time yeah. sometimes grizzly bears yeah. um that's usually in russia and canada mm. and those those kinds of bears it's like okay if they grow up with humans not so much grizzly bears because they're fucking grizzly grizzly um but you know I've, I've seen bears that have been orphaned and raised by humans and they've been very friendly. Know that the, it's orphaned. Like, I'm like, that bear... It like... gave a slight indication that it did not have any family. Mm. This is assuming that it actually understood Annika. 
at Which all. I guess the film does. Say yeah, it does. but um, a polar bear mm. is among one of the top most likely bears to not assimilate mm. and instead mold you to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I was like, polar bear. How far north are they? Yeah. Like shit. I'm assuming it's a Scandinavian country that, like... Because Annika. Yeah, because Annika and just how cold it is there and how okay they are with the cold. Like, it doesn't seem like it's winter. It seems like this is the world. Are there polar bears in Scandinavia? No, no, there aren't. Because I feel like the only places you can find polar bears is Canada in summer. But that's because the Arctic... Because the Arctic doesn't have, like... Isn't like Antarctica. Yeah. Antarctica has landmass. The Arctic is kind of just ice. Yeah. There's no actual... Or there probably is, but it's much more ice than anything else. Yeah. And so it will spread in the winter to connect to other land masses in the north. Yeah. And animals will come across from that. There's no reason for it to be in Scandinavia unless this is like some weird AU where like Pangea is still a thing. Who fucking Which knows? I doubt. I mean... Barbie is pretty known for just mixing what type yeah. of history they're connecting with, and yeah. You know. Anyway, where I realized that by the time she actually got back to the castle, mm. twenty minutes had passed. Yeah, yeah. I was so I was just so tired. It was like fast, slow. It, I, I couldn't tell whether the the beginning was rushed or or slow. Yeah, like there's all this stuff that's important that is super rushed. Mm. And then stuff like this, which is so ridiculously drawn out. Like, her getting a polar bear and ice skating should have been a very short scene. But it wasn't. It was the longest scene probably in the whole movie. Yeah. And then she immediately goes back home. And her parents are like, where were you? We, we were worried sick. And they're going on. And I was like, okay, they're a bit fucking extra. And, oh, yeah. But then, like, the dialogue is about it. Like, I think it's the most cliche dialogue. Oh, yeah. Like, she's like, you don't understand me, Mom and Dad. You're ruining my life. Like, she actually says those kinds of things. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, Kelly Sheridan is, like, a really good voice actress, in my opinion. She plays Barbie very well. Yeah. In this moment, I was like, ooh, that is not good. But also, the script is not much to work with. Like, that's... Listen, we've revisited a lot of shows we liked when we were younger and have come to the agreement that it's more more likely the script than the actor. Yeah. AKA 100%. House of Anubis. Yes. If anyone's watched that. Like probably not. That's a good show though. Mm. Even though the acting is terrible. But, but yeah, it's probably not a good script, script more right? than actors. It's like the basis it's all what can they do when that's what they have to work yeah. with. And this scene was so very like cliche in the most yeah, way. and it's like on one hand, it's and like they send it to her room, and I'm like, you're like the king and queen. Yeah, it's like on one hand, I'm like, okay, they are very, very, and then like, oh, you know, why did you bring this bear in? You know, it, it could bite you or scratch your eyes out. It's a bear. It's a bear. It's, a bear. it's also a, it's like, also a baby bear. Yeah, but then they're like, ice skating is so so dangerous, and I'm like. No, no, no. It's not that they're saying ice skating is dangerous. It's because she ice skates that she goes out and could potentially get into danger. Yeah, I, I think because, like, I, I, I thought that's what they meant. Yeah. But it was also kind of like, are they saying, like, ice skating is super, super dangerous? I mean, she has got blades on her feet. I mean, yeah, but little kids ice skate. Half the town ice skates you see in, like, three minutes. Because yeah. she immediately goes to her room. But, oh, goes, no, no, no. Fuck this. Yeah. And then leaves, but it's suddenly nighttime? Yeah. 
I think and she's been there rushed. a while. But the thing is, but, it doesn't show that. Yeah. Like, it's very, very rushed. Yeah. So, now she's, like, she's looking out her window, and she's seeing, like, the whole town and the frozen lake, mm. and she's like, I want to have fun on my birthday. Yeah. Which is fair enough. Yeah, so, fuck yeah. The first thing she does is she gets into, like, this really, like, pretty-looking dress. Mm. Again, very modern-looking, but yeah. it's uh, it's more forgivable because mm. it's like, oh, this is a dress. It's cool. Yeah. Um, and don't like the hairstyle. Like, she put her hair up in. Very unnecessary. Also very reminiscent of um, Lottie in Princess and the Frog. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Um, she re- there was really no reason for her to get dressed up like this. It wasn't an actual party. I mean, it was her birthday, so get dressed up on your birthday. But it wasn't her party. Something was just happening in town. Yeah, I think it was just people... I, I guess, like, in... Especially in, like, you know, ye olden times, mm. like, a royal member's birthday must be, like, a celebration in the town as well. Like, yeah, that's, that's we're fucking true. in Australia, but we get a public holiday for Queen Liz's birthday. Yeah, it's not even her real birthday date. We just pick a day and we do it. So really, it comes down to Australians like having random public holidays. Yeah. And we have too many of them. And we keep yeah. making more, but whatever. And we complain when the usual date for the public holiday is a weekend, so then we end up making the extra day. an extra day. I think out of all the countries, I think we have the most public holidays. I think so. That wouldn't surprise me. It would not shock me. We have a lot of yeah. public holidays. But anyway, she sneaks out. She grabs the ice skates. Which were pink and stuff. Again, another really modern looking thing. Listen, if I was a princess in... But they looked plastic, you know? Yeah, but again, like this, is Barbie. this is Barbie. This is Barbie. A lot looks plastic. Yes. Barbie <laughs> looks plastic. But if I was a princess back in this time and there were no, there was nothing I could do, I and, you know, except ride horses, ice skate, and die at age 25 from, like... Childbirth. From childbirth or, like, an ingrown toenail or something... Mm. I would want my ice skates to be pink. If nothing else could be granted to me in that life, I would want my ice skates. I would want everything I own to be pink. But you want that now, so... <laughs> yeah, I want that now, but at least I have, like, phones and shit. Yeah, that's true. But um, she goes down there, and, like, everyone's skating, and they see her and immediately stop. Yeah. Because... Because, one, she's, she's the, the princess. princess, and two, she is dressed to impress. Mm, they're all dressed in their peasant clothes. Yes. She's in, like, a beautiful pink dress but also i was like finally it's like people recognizing the royal family in public yeah you know like i know some films like princess and the popular like excuse it by being like oh they've never been out of the castle which was unrealistic in its own way but like finally like everyone stops and is like oh my god it's a princess i'm like fine yes nobody bows though yeah they just kind of look on in shock but i'm like wasn't she just out don't you you would probably see her a lot if she constantly runs away from yeah. the room and goes out into the town and yeah. to the lake and stuff. But, like, the thing about this is what happens is she just kind of goes, oh, no, like, everyone continue as you were. And then she starts da- dancing and with this. Because they're all kind of dancing. Townsfolk are dancing with each other whilst ice skating. Yeah, and which so is she cool. she starts dancing with this, like, little boy who was, like, staring at her. and Yeah, he, he like, came up and, like, greeted her yeah, or something. yeah. And it was like nice, and then this everything. This is when I started to feel really rushed because, like, yeah, Wilma just appears, like literally out of the sky. Kind of goes a bit dark. The thing is, and he just lands on his griffin. The thing is, 
everyone notices that the sky is kind of changing color and looking a bit weird. Even people in the castle yeah. notice, yeah. like, fucking mile away. Yeah. Fucking Annika is still doing her triple yeah. pirouette and, and shit. Like, being, like, a show-off, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, but for an odd amount of time, like, she just yeah. keeps skating, and I'm like, everyone has stopped and is staring at the sky. Even the music has stopped. Yeah. And then, just, like, Wenlock... Uh, Wenlock, Griffin. who is the bad guy, who is... I guess kind of queer coded, but uh, he's one of the most confusing villains. He's because like I he, really don't understand. In him. his voice lines and like his sass and shit, he's very queer coded. Also, also like, but also he's super sexist and has uh, three wives. Yeah, wanting another one. That's why he's here. He's decided he on just, his birthday. Yeah, he want, he, But the thing about it is, it's the way he carries himself that I find very odd. Yeah. He just literally goes up. He's like, oh. Come on, you're coming to get married with me. Come on. And she's like, I'm sorry, what? She's <laughs> yeah. like, well, we're going to get married. It's like, look, look, mate, like, I understand. Well, no, I don't. You're going to kidnap her. But I... we explain to her that, like, he doesn't even, he just, like, he's not, it's he doesn't, so odd. He doesn't, ex- odd. he doesn't he d- even explain that he's kidnapping her. He's just like, well, come on. And she's like, I don't, yeah, I he don't does... actually get who you are. Yeah. And he's like, but... you don't know who I am. Like, I'm Wenlock. And she's like, what? And he's like, like, this guy has some serious, like, a serious complex of yeah, some oh sort. Yeah. He's very, um, I think he's the most overtly, like, sexist villain. Oh, yeah. Like, he's. He genuinely really, scared me. Like, he's really horrible. Yeah. Like, you meet his three wives later, and, like, You're like oh. actual abuse. Yeah. Like, I, I was sitting there, I'm like, this is in a Barbie film. I'm like. He just threw stuff at them. And like he that's like shoved their faces abuse. into food, yeah, and that like, they had just made, yeah. And I was just, I and then know, he like calls very... them dogs and shit, yeah, and, and it's like, like, oh my god, so dark. And I don't think they realized how dark that was, yeah, because they make I don't know, it's very odd. And even just the fact that they're like, oh, he has three wives already, and they just kept stating that fact. I'm like. So, like, we're just putting that in a Barbie film? Yeah. Like, I'm cool, like, you know. I'm cool with polygamy. And like, Not like, in this well, sense. Well, polyamory's fine. It's, polygamy is a bit different, because that has more of a religious overtone. It's generally, like, True. a man with a bunch of wives, which is well, what this is. What I like, under- polyamory well, is, like... What I understood it as, what I always understood it as was, um, polyamory was the term when, you know... You date multiple people who might also date multiple people, but polygamy was the same thing, just in a marriage sense. I think polygamy is an older term. Yeah, it's traditionally meant to uh, be a man with many wives. Yeah, instead of anything else. Yeah, but like I think just a lot of people prefer the term polyamorous now, just because of like the religious connotation yeah. of polygamy. I but always again, find it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not an expert, and I'm sure people have different opinions on that. Yeah. You know, but I just felt, I was kind of surprised that that was included yeah. in a Barbie Regardless film. of what uh, historical connotations polygamy has, in this case it was used very darkly because yeah. it was in the sense that you know he has three wives and none of them want to be his wife and he wants another one who also does not want who to be his he's wife. he's going to kidnap and threaten to be his wife. Like, yeah, and he just keeps... It's basically implied that he gets a new one, gets sick of her, turns her into an ugly troll, which is which another is... anti-Semitic thing yeah. that we get to, and then, like, but... gets a prettier wife. Yeah. It is very to. weird that he's like, I'm bored of this wife, 
I'm just gonna make her ugly, but keep her. I mean, he turns them into servants. It's, it's like I, I said, guess. super sexist and very dark. Yeah. And I just found it like pretty, like oh okay. I guess as this. someone, I get well. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gay, so I'm like, how how could you treat a beautiful woman like that? How <laughs> could you, ma- like, you have a beautiful woman. Why would you make her ugly? Yeah, and, and I'm, you know, treat her like that. I'm just, I don't know. I, but also, this is at the, the thing. Yeah. About the first I'm not scene. a sexist man, so. Yeah, but this is the thing about the first scene that is very confusing to me because she says no, and she only really has to say it like once or twice, and then he goes, okay, and then he just goes, well then I'll just turn you into a thing. So it's interesting. Like I wasn't sure whether, like I was like, well, why didn't. I was almost like, why didn't you just kidnap her? That's kind of what you implied you would do. But then when she said, like, refused you, you just said, okay, and then decided to just enact a form of revenge into, like, turning her into something. Yeah. But then the king and queen show up, right? And they're like, bruh, what are you doing here? And this is the thing that kind of confused me. If he can just have the magic, why he just take her? Instead of, like, doing this whole thing, basically what he does is he turns the townsfolk and the parents into stone and says, if you don't agree to marry me in three days, this, like, you won't be able to undo the magic. Yeah. And that's, like, I was like, okay, but if you have this magic, you can literally just make her just come with you. Or do what you did to her sister. You know, like... Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. During this whole, uh... Altercation. Altercation. Queen is like, oh, you know, please don't hurt Annika. And fucking Windsor will... Wedlock. Wedlock. He says, sounds too much like wedlock. I don't like it. And also just warlock. I'm like, how clever of you. Yeah. He's like, are you telling me what to do? It's like, no, she's clearly begging you. Yeah. He just has a very strange air about how yeah. he goes about things and the way he speaks. And I think it's just an odd combination of the way he was voice acted plus his script and just a little bit of cognitive inconsistencies in his logic, I guess. Yeah. It just made but, him a very strange villain and I was very confused by everything he did and yeah. why he did it and how he said things. Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, don't you remember what happened with your other daughter? And Annika's like, other daughter? Like, yeah. she's she's suddenly been taken away from this situation. She's suddenly, like, completely detached from this situation where she's being forced to marry a guy and she's yeah. like, other daughter? Like, she's suddenly, like, the embodiment of the meme with that woman with, like, all the, the maths. Yeah. The mathematic diagrams around her. And this is the thing, like, they get turned to stone and then right after... You know, he mentions your other daughter and she's confused. A flying horse shows up, otherwise known as a Pegasus. Mm-hmm. The Pegasus that is mentioned in the, in the title. And is like, basically, fuck off. What does she do? No, she comes down. You just hear this voice. Yeah. Coming from off screen that's like, grab on. And like, Annika looks up and this Pegasus flies down, kind of skids across the ice a bit towards Annika. Mm. Annika sort of grabs onto her and pulls herself on. This Pegasus does not stop Mm. at any point. She just skids across the ice a bit and then flies off. One thing I will mention, this does seem to be a weird realm. Like, it's like a normal society where magic exists, but not 
as an everyday thing. This obviously isn't meant to be set like in the historical real world and stuff. No. But it just I just found it weird that nobody was shocked that this guy came riding down on a griffin and had like a magic wand and shit and the only person around to be shocked by the fact that there was a pegasus wasn't shocked by it. Hmm. But there's really no other trace of like magic in everyday life. Yeah, it, it's I don't know. I don't know. World like building said, it's, wise, it's clunky and odd. This movie, but as much as I love it, is a mess. I will say it really settles into the plot after this. Oh yeah. Like after this, I was it was much more streamlined, made a lot of sense, and I really started to like enjoy myself. Yeah. It's just this beginning part that I found like they were just trying to get to this. Yeah. That's how it felt. Like the writers were just like, oh yeah, we'll just get to the good part. Yeah. Also, and that's the, no way to begin the, something. You yeah. Know? The animation in the beginning was also very... Eh. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then it got better. Like, extremely better. Very, very fast after this point. Pretty much as soon as the Pegasus showed up. Yeah. Which is yeah. where you would expect the movie to get better, but... Mm. Like... You would expect it to already be good. So, Brietta, which is the name Brietta. of... Yeah. Of the Pegasus, like, kind of takes Annika to... What I believe is called the Cloud Kingdom. The Cloud Kingdom. Which is just a castle in the sky. They are flying, and Annika's like, you have to take me back. And Brietta's like, you know, no, I can't do that. And she starts explaining all this stuff. She starts putting all this exposition in. But I'm like, Annika, you're not asking, like, the the proper questions here. Mm. You're not saying, like, who are you? How did you, like, you know, what's... Like, she's not asking questions. She's Why not- did you save me? Where are we going? Yeah. What's happening? She's just saying, take me back. And then yeah. it's like, no, I can't take you back because this guy is a very powerful warlock and blah, 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 blah. And then she goes into all this exposition and stuff. However, she does fail to mention, oh yeah, I'm your sister. Although it is implied that she kind of forget forgot that she was human. Yeah. So they arrive at, you know, the Cloud Kingdom and... There's, what's her name? Oh, Rayla? Yeah, so Queen Rayla, who's the Cloud Queen. They never explain what that means, but... It's or what their dominion is, yeah. because really, the only people in the Cloud Castle seem to be Rayla, those three children who are in charge of the sunrises and sunsets. Which I thought was so cool. I know, I thought that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just a bunch of flying horses. Oh, yeah, like, all just so many, It's just like Pegasus live there, and... A trio of like little girls, basically straight out of Rapunzel. Yeah. Except kind of the more yellow-haired one. Yeah. Is like always falling asleep, and I just remember thinking like, oh, I love this character because all she does is like fall asleep on her horse. And Which honestly is the life I want to be living. Yeah, in the clouds, hell yeah. Yeah, and I'm but- in charge of the sunrise and sunset. I have magic powers. Mm. I am living in like a cloud castle, presumably because I'm royalty. Hell yeah. And I, I'm just surrounded by mythical creatures. I would love that. Bring it on. In that day and age, that is one step up from being able to have pink ice skates. And then we kind of have a lot of exposition. And they yeah. teach Annika a little bit more about Wenlock, yada, yada, yada. But also about the Wand of Light. And they also do mention that Brietta is... Yeah, but like that's like... I guess a Freudian slip of one of the um, younger girls. Like, yeah. she accidentally mentions it, and then Annika's like, What? 
No, that's not really a Freudian slip. A Freudian slip, um, by definition, is when you accidentally maybe imply that you, like, want to fuck your cousin or something. Oh. Like, a Freudian slip is if you see someone, like, say, for example, I'll take me, for example, not that this has ever happened before, mm. me, someone who's, like, into girls, if I see, like, a really hot girl and I mean to say, oh, nice to meet you, but I might accidentally say, nice to eat you. I mean, meet you. What? <laughs> it was like when... Just a hypothetical there? Like... I haven't said that exactly, but I did accidentally once imply that I would very much like to take someone's pants off. That doesn't shock me at all. Yeah. Hey, this is future Rowan just popping in right here as I edit to say, actually, I was fucking right. And does constitute as a Freudian slip. The actual definition is like the revealing of something subconscious or secret, so yeah, I was right. And because I'm the god that edits this for hours, I can just pop right in and tell you about it. But anyway, you can just uh, continue on. So, the Wand of Light. Yeah, they start talking about the Wand of Light. And what were the ingredients for the Wand of Light? It was a measure of courage, a... Ring? No, a ring of love, and a gem of ice lit by hope's eternal flame. I played this game a lot. Yeah. See, in the game that was for the Game Boy slash the very first DS, which had the cartridge part at the back, Mm. it was just a game where you kind of, like, side-scrolled through different levels and just went along on stoning people okay and then at the end of level you got like a dress and a different stone to put on the top of the one of light that sounds very boring uh i mean it was a simple game but it was like kind of like mario-ish it was just kind of like fun okay. i was very young oh okay um you know so like there were little monsters the, um, and stuff and then you had yeah. to like bop them on the head with a wand oh. but also like the little wand gems like you could do one that like gave you a total like like a double jump or a double oh that's kind of cool or there was one that melted the ice cubes on a level or one that, because, like, there was a level where not only did you have to unstone them, but they were turned into trolls, like the wives are, but it was, like, all the townspeople, and you were oh. just saving the townspeople. Oh, okay. And, like, it was literally just Annika, and then you'd sometimes see, like, Wenlock and, um, okay. all then, like, Wenlock was, like, the final boss that you had to fight okay. and stuff see, like that. See, um, in the PC game, it was pretty much just, like, the plot of the movie, but you just got to play through it. And also there were bits where you could, like, you could just, like, ride, technically be playing as Brietta, like, flying around or riding around or whatever. But it was just, it was fun. I enjoyed it. There were also a lot of puzzles. That's cool. And there was also a weird thing, which I, like, when you finally get the Wand of Light, you have to, like, use, like, sunbeams, like, the first sunbeams of the day to, like, power it up. Huh. Which, with the amount of, like, intricacy that is, you think that would also be in the movie, but, but it not. wasn't. See, when they're explaining the Wand of Light in the film, like, obviously Annika's like, well, cool, I'll, I'll go get that. Yeah. Like, she's very, I think, characterizing her, she's very bold. Oh, yeah. And very, very outgoing, and I really liked her. I mean, anything is a step up from fucking Elena. Yeah, that's very true. Like, Elena was very timid, and Annika is very not. She... Yeah. Actually, some really feisty kind of yeah. moments. Like, a lot of them, actually. It's most of the film. She's a very, very strong characterization. Yeah. But uh, Brietta is 
more like I think she's kind of been beaten down by not being able to like she tried when at first yeah because she doesn't want to be a fucking Pegasus yeah but she was never able to, able to find it she never really knew what she was doing and so she's kind of like resigned herself to being a Pegasus yeah also whilst, she's been a Pegasus for many many years like 16 years or something at least because we don't know how soon like we don't know if Annika was even had even been born well, yet well assuming not because they didn't tell Annika that Brietta existed. Well, you know, she might have been a baby at that point. Yeah, or a toddler, but even you then, know. like, even as a toddler, you kind of know that but someone she, you else... Know, she might have been, like, a few months old, and mm. at that age, you would not but remember that anyone. That is still 16 years. Yeah. Because it was but, Brietta's you know, 16th birthday, and then they came for Annika on her 16th birthday as well. Yeah, so we but also, that... Annika might not have even been born yet. Yeah, I know. So she might have been there, like, been a horse longer than 16 and years. And, like, basically, Brietta just ran away. Like, because... she was turned into a horse for rejecting them on her 16th birthday, and then she just left. Like, that didn't really make sense to me, but I liked it because it does parallel the backstory of a character that hasn't been introduced yet. So, they led to uh, the Forbidden Forest. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, Harry Potter, but yeah. whatever. This just made me think a lot of Frozen. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely the elements, and like... We've got the annoying sidekick. Yeah. We've got... No, we've got two animal sidekicks, but one is definitely more annoying than another. We've got a male love interest. We've got an older sister... Who has some sort of magical curse power thing. Yeah. We've got sheltered royalty. We've got Snow. And just the aesthetic of it is very yeah. similar. We've got, we've got moments where I genuinely thought people were going to burst into song. Mm. But no, it's not a musical, which it's... is disappointing. No, I'm pretty glad it wasn't. <laughs> I really did not want to see... Or hear any of them burst into song, really. But in the Forbidden Forest, yeah. they're wandering around. It's just Annika, Brietta, and Shiva. Sh- Shiva. I know Shiva's meant to be a baby or something, but she was really like ride or die for Annika. Like, very, very quickly. Very also, quickly. I just was like, why did you not leave her at the fucking Cloud Castle or whatever? Yeah. Why are you bringing a baby bear with you? Why you? Yeah, it's still a baby. It's not going to do anything for mm. you. Like, I understand it from, like, a Mattel marketing perspective. They want to sell a tiny little bear that comes with a doll. But, like, you know, it, I don't like, know. Like, was the Pegasus not enough for you? Do you I have know, to sell right? a tiny polar bear as well? Yeah. But they very, very quickly get caught no, up in very... a net trap. But this is because... Shiva somehow fell... Shiva falls down a lot of things. Shiva causes, like, 90% of the problems in this film. <laughs> or actually, probably. Yeah. Probably all of them. By just stumbling around and The only problem shit. Shiva doesn't cause is, like, the main plot. Yeah, which is Wenlock being a dick for really no reason other than he's sexist. I mean, that's really what a lot of sexist men are like. That's there's history. really no... That's the history of the world. That's There's really no other reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they're then struggling in this. they're struggling in this net because Annika wanted to follow Shiva but somehow did not see I mean it is very dark, I'll give her that. Her and Brietta are like caught up in this net and suddenly someone they're like, Oh, someone's coming. Yeah. This guy shows up. Aiden. Aiden. And I liked him from the moment I like he's I... probably my 
favorite character in this film? I mean, the the bar was very low to begin with. I know, I know, but he's definitely my favorite, um, like, male companion that she's had throughout any of these. Like, he's the most interesting. Like, he has have a you also Have you also noticed that um, during this scene where she's skating with all the other villagers, yeah. Prince Nalu is there. Really? Yeah, like, there is a guy with his face. Oh, damn. I was so like... just reused it? I was I guess. I mean... It's a cameo. It, it's hard, yeah, it's hard to tell whether yeah. they wanted a cameo or whether they wanted... Or whether they just, like, meh. But, um, honestly, yeah, I thought Aiden was a really good character <laughs> because from the very get-go, they had a really good banter. Like, the yeah. most interesting dialogue in this film is between... There was a lot of lines between Annika and Aiden that I was just like that's it's just too like there's a part of it that's just too sexual really I didn't really get like, that like there at was all. just some parts that I was like oh I'm uncomfortable mm, cuz I think it's just like we've had so many boring I guess you know, I also I also found I also found this in terms of I've He's the most interesting love interest so far, but as far as love stories, this was also very oh, boring. Oh, no, it was nothing. It was, like, barely a love story. I just thought in this, in the context of this film, it was one of the more interesting things. Especially, like, in the very beginning, in the net, like, she's very, like, we don't fucking need your help. And then he's, like, cool, and I'll fucking leave then. <laughs> and then she's, like, okay, fine, cut us down. And they're very, like, antagonistic towards each other in yeah. the beginning. Which I liked. But, like, he keeps being, like, don't fucking do that and she's like well i'm gonna fucking do it anyway bitch oh there is a bit where after after they get cut down yeah she's like oh you know you obviously know this place where does this like weird tree trunk slide thing lead and he's like oh it leads straight into trouble your polar bear is fucking dead so might as well move on and she's like uh no i'm gonna go save my polar bear and she goes down and he's like She's crazy. And then he turns to Brietta and he's like, is she crazy? And Brietta's like, apparently. <laughs> See, I love those moments. Yeah. I think this really, had really very good. good dialogue. Yeah. A lot like, of it came the... from um, Wendlock. Mm. He said, don't be sad. You didn't lose a daughter. You gained a pet. Uh, that was very, very good. But like... Like we said, like, after the point, once they're in this forest part, once they're in the castle, like, everything really picks up in yeah. terms of, like, having much better dialogue, better, like, conceived story and stuff. So basically, she goes down this slide, mm. and she ends up in this weird sort of, like... She ends up in a giant pot with giant vegetables with shiver. And I, I, I'm not really sure... Spoiler alert, they're in, like, a, tr a giant's house? Yeah. His name is Ollie? Yeah. I'm not sure how this, like, weird slide thing is meant to work. I think it's meant to, like, probably get animals. It doesn't really seem like there are many animals around. Well, I mean, from the contents of his pot, and also everything we know about Ollie, probably not the smartest plan, but it makes sense that it's not the smartest plan, because he doesn't seem like the smartest giant. You oh, know what I mean? No, yeah. Understand why giants are often portrayed as dumb? I know they got big brains. People are like, oh, they got big heads, but they've got tiny brains. I'm like, that doesn't anatomically make sense. But basically, what happens is he leans down, and there's some very weird animation with his face. 
Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't stretching. I don't want to talk about it. I don't mm. want to think about but it. But essentially, she starts being like, "Oh, you know." She's like, maybe when you eat us, you won't be like such a weakling. Yeah, well, you won't be puny anymore, and you'll be strong. And then she starts talking about some neighbor of his, like another. Yeah, giant. she's like the Goliath down the road. Now he he's strong, and she's like he. Can he can break do a whole log over his head with his bare hands, and then Ollie like grabs the log and like breaks it. And she's like, "Oh, but he can rip a whole door off its hinges, and, and he, he fucking... kicks the door through." And then I thought mm. the third one would be, "And he can break a rock over his head." <laughs> no, do you know what it is? It's like, and he can chain himself to a pole and lock the chain and, and then, then flex and break himself out in one breath and he's like well and then he just locks himself to a pole which i thought was hilarious which i thought was really funny but i didn't think like she would say that i thought like for sure she's like and he can break a rock over his head and then he just passes out you know yeah but no, he, he literally just ties himself up and then starts to try and like flex out of chains and then and she then, just walks out, and she just grabs Shiver, and they well, leave. no, no, no. Here's what happens: they're in the they're in the bucket, and she gets the ribbon that ties her hair mm. up. And you've skipped this; it's weirdly important to the story. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. Um, and she ties one end around a carrot, and then throws it up and uses it as like a grappling hook, and then yeah. climbs out. I will say that in the PC game, this level was actually you were just maneuvering your way through the giant's house while the giant was sleeping, and you couldn't wake him up that's still cool though that was cool because everything was just big and you were little and it was great yeah. but um, i still like this scene a lot i think it's just funny yeah and clever. yeah but i like how she just walks up and ollie's like yelling at her like oh you can't do that she's like well i already fucking did didn't i yeah and, and then he like tries and then he like finally like tries to flex and then he like breaks the beam that he's tied himself to and he's like yes i did it but then his whole house collapses in yeah and he's like oh i like Right after this, that she's just walking through the forest again, and you see like Brietta and Aiden like come up, and he he's goes like, "I was about to save you." And she's like, "Yeah, I saved myself first. And I'm like, "I like that." Yeah. But he he kind of goes like, "Huh, maybe there's like more to this person." To be fair, I think he's made an assumption off of her mm. because she is the princess, and he probably yeah. assumes that she's you know she lived this very cushy lifestyle, and she's not used to danger. But, I mean, that's probably true, but I think she just has a lot of nerve. Yeah. And she's very clever. And that yeah. is my favorite kind of Barbie, you know? Yeah. I love when she has the initiative. Did you ever think that your life would end up here sitting on your bedroom floor saying, and I think that's my favorite kind of Barbie? Yeah. Honestly, probably not in the middle of my life, but, like, if you'd asked five-year-old me and said, this is what you're going to be doing at 20, five-year-old me would have been like, all right. That seems totally legit. Ten-year-old me would have been like, what? But five-year-old me would be like, What about sixteen-year-old yeah. you? Oh, yeah, sixteen-year-old me had already, like, come back to Barbie. I came back to Barbie at around, like, fourteen. Okay. Or even thirteen, honestly, like, year eight. Yeah. I was really into Barbie, like, ages thirteen to fifteen, but only one specific Barbie movie. Mm. See, what I used to do was, whenever I was sad, I'd just watch a Barbie film. Can't feel sad watching a Barbie film. It's literally impossible. No, like, seriously. Because nothing bad happens in them, you know? If anything else, they're a good distraction. 
Although, to be fair, I didn't watch the really shit ones. Yeah. I watched my favourite ones. Yeah, I just watched so, one over and mm, over and over. Which was uh, Diamond Castle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I watched Princess Charm School. A lot of these kind of mid-range ones, like Island Princess, Three Musketeers, uh, Rapunzel, yeah. stuff like that. But like little, little kid me, like toddler me and stuff was like so for this. And then I have like a lot of younger siblings. So then I ended up kind of being around Barbie movies even as I got yeah. older. And then I kind of started went, no, I'm going to watch these. Because, like, nostalgia, and then I just liked them. Yeah. And then uh, I became the person that preached Barbie movies to those around me, and now to the internet. Yeah. And that's my story. <laughs> Thank you. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, but, um, she no. basically holds the ribbon. Yeah, she's, she's like, like oh, you know, here's how, how I go- did it. This yeah. is how I did it. And then... She holds up the Brietta. ribbon next to her. Brietta is like, oh, hold that up a bit higher. And she's like, okay. And Brietta's like, oh, that's like your exact height. And she's like, huh, I guess that is. Cool. And then Brietta's like, no, no, no. It's like your exact measure, a measure of courage. And then suddenly it it's like turns into a wooden like staff. Yeah. That's meant pink. to be like, no, it's just wood. No, it's pink. It turns pink later. When it's fully formed. It turns... It's totally pink. No, no, no. It turns pink later when the thing is fully formed. It's pink. <laughs> You've got that face on when you where you have this face. You have this expression when you are disag- disagreeing with me just to disagree with me. We'll see. We'll see. We'll check after. We'll get back to you. I'm going to check now. You're going to check now? All yeah. Right, I'll let you do that. Yeah. I'll, we're going to cut to an answer. Three, two, one. Okay, so we came to the conclusion that neither of us were really right. It's like purple. It's like, a, but a really weird faded purple. Yeah, I don't know. There's but then, a lot of sparkles going on. We yeah. just scanned through most of the film. So let's get back, in, yeah. let's get back uh, into it. One thing that is very weird that I completely like blocked out of my memory is that for a weird portion of the movie... Shiver is like lusting after Aiden. Oh yeah, that I yeah also blocked that out of my memory. Yeah. Yeah, she keeps being like I don't know, very weird about it, and I'm like, you're a baby. You're even making human baby sounds, but they're like lustful towards this grown man. Yeah. It's I don't know. I don't want to think about it. Why can't I just? It's not that hard to make an okay companion. Like, is it... Apparently it is. Like, apparently, like, it's a super struggle there down in the Mattel studios or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Barbie Entertainment. I just... It doesn't seem like it should be as hard, but... But I apparently it wrong. is, because apparently they're like, okay, well, we need to make an animal, but we need to make it, like, cutesy and sellable, but... It's a little, little bit sexy. <laughs> well, they do attempt just to make a lot of them sexy. A little bit sexy. Just a little they're bit. They're an animal, but they're a little bit sexy. And it's going to make you uncomfortable, but little kids won't feel that. Not until they're older and they look back and they're like, oh no, the ferret from Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Yeah. And they're like, oh! <laughs> Thanks for screaming into the mic. That'll make my editing so much better. <laughs> You'll um, forget about it until we get until you're editing it and then I'll fucking... <laughs> but basically, they the little ribbon turns into a staff that's purple and... Aiden kind of is like, well, I'll see ya. And she's like, well, fine. But then they eventually... No, no, actually, no. She's asking him at this point to stay. She's yeah. like, no, no, can you come and help us, please? She's like, we'll pay you. And he's like, I don't care. And then she's like, I'm just trying to make up for a mistake I've made. Everyone deserves a second chance. And that makes him pause. And he goes, 
Okay. All right. Do you know what I realized? What? I think I know why I like Aiden a lot. He's like the first, I guess, prince in quotes. He's not a prince. He's a blacksmith. But, like, love interest that has his own, like, small story and struggle kind of going yeah. on. Like, he has a backstory. Yeah. And he has his own life, and it gets resolved at the end, and he has, like, a kind of a C-plot going on for himself. Mm. I think that's why I like him. Like, he's a character, not I think one of the reasons it took me a while to take to him was that he was just kind of hostile for no reason. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that, but I also thought, like, hey, at least he's got a personality. Yeah. Uh, that was my take on it. But he agrees, okay, okay. What do you need to find next? And they're like, well, we need... What was it again? A gem of ice hip, lit by Hope's eternal flame. And he's like, well, I know, you know... Like, I know someone who might know where it is. Yeah, like, basically, a fencer. Mm. So, someone that deals in stolen goods and in gems and things like that. Yeah. And I really like this scene, probably even more than the last one. I think it's mm. one of my favorites, because it's like, oh, yeah, it's a bit more dynamic. Yeah. I mean, it's not dynamic, it's just compared to the rest a little bit more. So they kind of go to this... Again, the bar is not very high. Yeah, they go to this ramshackle place, like, little hut. It kind of looks like forest. it's an old, abandoned, like, wood mill. Yeah, something That's like that. That's the vibe I got. And, you know, Annika is very like, uh, okay, like, why are we here? And he's like, no, no, trust me. And they go in, and... There is an old man. Old man, but he's, like, behind, I guess, sort of like a bank, almost, but very, very rustic. Mm. Like behind like bars and stuff of his own choosing like he's behind a counter with yeah. bars across it and yeah which really it, says a lot yeah and on his side there's a lot of uh money and jewels and things like mm. that and he's an old dude and he's shifty as fuck yep they kind of go like hey 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 we need some advice and he's like oh well you know i don't do anything without a little bit, a little bit of payment yeah he's like i don't know whether do i know or do I know or not? I don't know. And they're like, okay. He's, He's like, maybe insane. if we made a trade. Yeah. And then Aiden goes to, you know, well, actually, no. He says, oh, you know, maybe like a sword or something. And then Annika's like, uh, no, no, no. Take like these ice skates. Yeah. And at first he's like, mm, who would want these? Though? Which is fair. Yeah, they're ice skates. They're, ice, they're pink ice skates that are. They don't have the resell value of a sword. And then she's like, well, I mean, if you don't want them. And he's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. And then he takes them and it's like, okay. And then he yeah. says like, oh, you know, there was this guy who like came in and he was like bragging about there mm. was this gem of ice and yeah. um, blah, 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 blah. And he left this map to it, something, something, something. And but then Aiden's very much like, well, okay, if this was true, you'd have gone and got it. And then like the shopkeeper dude is like, well... The thing about it is, the next day he was ashes, and I was like, which is very dark. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. So this guy died, which implies that not it. I don't know. It, it, it either implies on it. Yeah, but it's like it does not imply that he just turned to ash. It implies that he burned to death. Yeah. So, but he does give them the map. He's true to his word. He takes the skates. Like they head off. They head off to follow the map. But there is, like, this lingering scene on this dude that's like, oh, you know, he's up to something. He's yeah. got ulterior motives, which I don't find surprising at all. Yeah. Um, but at first, my thought was that his ulterior motive was that he was going to, like, 
ghost these guys mm. and have them steal the jewel or take the jewel and then steal it off them. Yeah. However, the thing he's actually doing is yeah. he actually alerts Wenlock. Wenlock who comes along and Wenlock's okay, okay, what do you want? And he's like, oh, I don't remember. And he gives him some money and then he's like, oh, you know, uh, someone came by and gave them gave them these. And uh, showed gave, the ice skates and, and stuff. And, and he's like, oh, you know, what? what's what's my what's my future wife to be doing in the forbidden forest doing up here and yeah. he's like oh i don't remember so he gives him more money yeah and he's like oh no way I, I remember they're looking for a gem of ice that by hope's eternal flame so wendlock now knows that they are trying to make the wand of light yeah and he's like well okay cool and then he turns him into a doormat yeah, but you don't see that at first. You just see him, like, collapse onto the ground. Yeah. Like, did he kill him? Yeah, I thought, like, he was going to turn into something. Because he makes, like, Wenlock makes a pun kind of about him being walked all over. Mm. And I was like, okay, so he's going to be turned into a rug. But no, he's just, like, a, a doormat. But I thought it was going to be, like, he a flattened version of him. And I was like, oh, I don't like really see that. Like, one of those tiger things? Yeah, like, that's what I pictured in my brain. But it's really like, it's like the... It's more like he's behind glass. Yeah, like the doormat's like a portal to a, a mirror or something, but it's a doormat. And he's like banging on it, like he's still animate behind it. Yeah. Uh, which was weird and felt very modern again, like something a little bit like a screen. Yeah. That, but I was so happy that he wasn't a flattened, you know, tiger rug person. Yeah. That would have been horrible. Mm, yeah. So very horrible. It was horrible in my brain. But yeah, it no, I'm, even I'm worse picturing than a children's it. Movie. Oh, this is the other thing. Um, before you start saying that Shiva keeps trying to like try to steal some of the money, and she's very attracted to shiny things, and that is important. So Although she... I don't know if, whether or not it's shiny because it's like she can actually sniff it out. And it's not just sparkly things because she like goes and gets like pearls and dresses and mirrors and stuff yeah. so it's just like maybe she has an eye or like a nose for the finer things in life mm, yeah so yeah. they're basically like trekking up like a, a mountain that's a blizzard yeah but in a blizzard and they get to kind of a cliff yeah edge and they're like well where the fuck do we go from yeah there? basically no, the map was fuck map yeah the map was bullshit basically yeah and the whole thing was bullshit really yeah and they're like well what are we gonna do now he's given us something the wrong thing Etc. Etc. Yeah, Annika wants to keep going, she, but Aiden's like, "Is a blizzard? It would be too dangerous. Plus, like, your sister is exhausted. She's been carrying you this whole yeah, way." And I really like that moment because Annika's like, "Well, no, we can continue. I can continue." And Aiden's like, "Yeah, but you you've been carried by Brietta all day. Brietta's tired. I'm tired. We should camp, and it'll be fine." And she's like, "Oh, we have only got three days, or we'll only have one day left, and blah blah." blah. And I'm like. I really like that he kind of goes, yeah. hey, no, like, just sit back, we'll figure this out. Yeah. But we can't yeah. do this right now. Yeah. And then they end up going into this cave and mm. setting up a fire and just sort of chilling there. Mm. Um, like on this cliff face type area. At which point it's just like, you've got just a little scene with um, Shiva playing with, we did forget one very important part at the beginning which is when they leave to go on this journey, Queen Rayla 
puts a bell around Brietta's neck and she's yes. like, if you need me, ring this. I but, remember seeing that and being like, okay, but like if she's just galloping or flying, well, yeah, could just she, ring. Yeah. With a bell around her neck. It is magic though, so it's but, like, yeah, it is magic. But um what happens now? What what happens now is you've just got a really little scene that seems unimportant where you've got Shiva uh like playing around with the crown that's on mm. Brietta's head because obviously like it's shiny. Yeah, it's shiny. And Annika's like, you know, you look so pretty in that, but you know, that crown is very special to my sister, so you know, we don't want to lose that. So Shiva puts it back on Brianna's head and then goes to sleep and I'm pretty sure that's all that has to do with that yeah, scene. Yeah. And then basically the next day they, they, wake, up in the they wake up in the morning and they go out it's and it's sunrise and the blizzard's passed and basically across this huge chasm hmm. they see like this huge pillar of ice really yeah. and it, the tip of it is glinting in the sunlight. And Annika somehow comes to the conclusion, oh, there's nothing more hopeful than the first... The than first... morning and dawn. Yeah, and I'm like, all right. Uh, okay. I'm like, okay. I, I, that's I, a leap, but that's we'll a leap. we'll just gloss over And it. she's like, oh, we have to go there. And I'm like, there are a lot of ice pillars around here, but all right. They go yeah. over there, and they land on top of it, and... Brietta miraculously manages to carry all of them. Although they do make a show of it being difficult for her and her needing like a running start and like not flying as well. Yeah. Than as she would. So yeah. I, I appreciated that she didn't just like fly perfectly fine with like two full humans and a baby polar bear. But um, they get up there and there's a bunch of snow up there, of course. Yeah. And Annika puts her hand on the ice on the snow covered ice she's like oh i feel something and my first reaction was yeah it's ice but, but then she or aiden or someone like brushes the snow away and there are like dwarven runes yeah it looks a lot like norse old norse yeah old norse it might even be old norse to be it honest. probably I is to look i looked at it it, it looked very much like um, old nordic runes which yeah. you know fair enough it is a very scandinavian-esque yeah country like not obviously because it's magic but very based in yeah very based in to me and can translate it apparently like perfectly Mm. and she's like oh i wonder what this says and then aiden's like oh it says beware all who enter take only what you need but never never from greed and then suddenly the staircases open up into into the ice and they're like cool yes it's here which I'll say is very cool. I love it's, secret It's very entrances. cool. A lot of things about this movie that kind of bug me mm-hmm. is that a lot of the magical cool things that happen are very circumstantial, I guess, yeah. in that the thing always happens after they realize it's supposed to happen. Yeah, so they never are like caught by surprise by yeah. anything. It's always like, oh, here's the thing. It happens. Yeah. It's never like they stumble into it. I mean, there was the trap and stuff that they yeah. kind of sprung on, but that wasn't magic. You could forgive this moment by being like, okay, maybe you actually have to say, read the runes out loud for the staircase to be opened. You could yeah. say that. But like with the staff, yeah. and then later with the Ring of Love, yeah. when they find out what that is, 
And when they found out what the, what the measure of courage mm. was, it was only after they said, oh, that's what that is, that yeah. it changes. I wonder if then, mm. did it have to be that ribbon, or could it be anything that she kind of... Say she had uh, a stick on her, right? Mm. Whilst, and she used that to escape. Could that have become yeah. a staff piece? You know, like yeah. that's what I always thought. I'd, like, or any, it could I'd be imagine any that... ring from anyone who's like, say it's not them who's doing it. Someone else is looking for the thing of life, and they're married. Could it have been their wedding ring? Yeah, be the ring above. And I really liked that. Yeah, I that was cool. Think... Like, oh, it's about intention, and I think this shows like, oh, the magic of the like and how it's used is about intention, and mm. I like how it's made is about your intention, and therefore the ingredients are about intent, like, what becomes the ingredients. Yeah. It's about the intention, and then later, how the magic is used, mm. aka not in anger, is yeah. about intention. Because... The, the stone has to be found not of greed. It's about not yeah. why, like, it's not how much you take, it's how much you need. So if you don't need anything, you shouldn't take anything. But if you needed all of it, say, for whatever reason, yeah, then you could take all of it if you needed it deep down, and that wasn't a greedy thing for you. And I like that. I really like that. Yeah. It's really consistent. And it's actually probably the first type of magic that is that consistent. Mm. And it's not shoved down your throat how how this magic works. But mm. when you think about it, it's like, oh, it's all based around, like... Intention. Intention. And, and yeah. that is really cool to me. And I think it is really cool when you think about how, obviously, the jam of ice, that's obviously always going to be used in the... You know, no matter how many people make this wand of white, yeah, it's always going one, to yes. include a gem. But still, getting that includes like its own type of intent, I guess. Yeah. So each step judges your intention towards mm. using this magic. Yeah. So they go down here, and it's basically just an icy cavern, and it's really cool. It it is really cool. I remember like playing this part in the game and it was really cool. And basically, you know, there's a long ice bridge, there's, you know, all that stuff. It's a very big cavern. It's very big. And then of course you have suddenly Shiva starts sniff sniff sniffing and she's like, Oh sparkle and then fucking falls down the stairs. Mm, cool. She keeps like she okay she are pretty good at walking on ice. Yeah. I'm actually always amazed, like, they, like, people, there's a lot of, like, running on ice, and they just seem to be fine, but, like, yeah, Shiver is the one that's struggling. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm like, I get that you're a baby, and maybe your motor skills aren't, like, perfected, which would make sense. Maybe, you know, it might make sense. Maybe you were fucking abandoned by your mother because you were fucking... Shiver's dark backstory. Yeah, because... I don't know, she fucking wouldn't survive on her, like, I don't yeah, know. I don't fucking care. But um, Shiva smells honestly, out all the riches. Yeah, so, honestly, at some points in this movie, I found myself preferring Biddle. No. <laughs> Wrong. Incorrect. Okay. Bad decision. Not allowed to say it again. Continue. Biddle was... No! No, Biddle had... No. <laughs> okay. Continue. We're beyond that now. In this house... We hate and detest Bibble. We're beyond it. We don't have to, we don't have to think about it anymore. No, we don't. Oh, thank God. So, so anyway, mentioned it in any other episode. Okay. So basically, they find the cavern with all these gems, and of course, money and stuff. It's like so no, no, no. It's just gems. 
Really? Yeah. No, it's just all these like ice gems. That's cool. But there are definitely specific ones on little pedestals at the top. But there's a lot of them still. I I don't think there's... But they have these little things of light. Yeah, they had no. They had like these the little. Of... No, they had these little streams of light yeah. coming in through the cracks. But I don't think they were on pedestals. I think they were just on the top of of the mound of gems because I had the idea that really you could have taken any of them. Yeah, yeah, that's what I liked about it. I was like, oh, so there isn't just one. Anyone can kind of make uh like a wand of light if they have their own intentions. Yeah. And Annika obviously goes and she grabs one. And, and then Aiden goes to grab one as well, and she goes, wait, wait, wait. She's like, we can only take what we need. Never from greed. And he's like, he's like, don't worry, this isn't from greed. And like, there's a moment where you're like, oh, and he takes it, and it's fine, and nothing and happens then for a moment, and then the everything starts to cave in, and they turn around, and Shiva just has like a pile of them. And I thought that was funny. I was so annoyed at yeah, that. Yeah, but like. I thought it was funny, but also she's caused every problem in this. And I'm like, why not leave the baby? If this was a human baby, you would not have brought her. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, she causes all the issues in everything that they've done, basically. Yeah. It's not like Wenlock. Uh, and it just seems unnecessary and annoying. And also it seems like uh, they've done that so the main characters are never at fault. I would yeah. like it if the main characters messed up a little bit more. Yeah. And weren't Honestly, so what, squeaky clean. What I thought was going to happen was, like, she takes one because, like, it's, you know, basking in sunlight. And she's like, yeah. oh, this is the right one. But then you get a close-up of the one Aiden's going up to, which is also basked in light. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be like, oh, but maybe it's this one. And they just go, like, maybe we should just take all the important-looking ones, just to be sure. See, that would have been more dynamic and been their fault, but they weren't at fault. Even though I thought it, like, I don't know Aiden's backstory, but I like the way they've hinted at something's happening with him. Like, mm. he has his own agenda. Yeah. That's what I really like. A lot yeah. of the time, a lot of the people who are with Barbie are just like, oh, we're on this journey to help you. Hmm. But really, he's there kind of to help her, but also he has his own stuff going on, and you're not quite sure what it is. Yeah. But, you know, he's taking this not to help her, not from greed, but something else is happening. And, he, and you're like, oh, okay. And it's interesting. And I, I like characters when they have both, you know, a connection. They mm. want to help with the main storyline, Barbie yeah. storyline. But also when they have their own thing going on and that can sometimes affect yeah. it all. So basically they finally, they end up getting out of this cavern. Yeah. Brietta flies them out and it's yeah, all, it's all, it's all nice and dandy in the end. They get back to this cavern where they create a campfire, campfire because Aiden is going to use his blacksmith skills to weld the, the... No, 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 no. First he starts and he's like, cool, I think I might be able to make a ring of love. I'm going to melt oh, down yeah. my sword. No, 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 no. We're, we're all... He's just getting the fire up. Okay, okay. And Annika is like, you know, while they're waiting for the fire to get hot enough, she starts, she starts saying to him, so she's like, okay, so when you took that gem... Like, nothing bad happened, yeah. so it wasn't from greed. So she's like, so, um... Why do you need it? Why do you need it? And I'm like... Nosy. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Just let it's him... your fucking business. Yeah. It's like, it's... <laughs> you know it's not a greed thing, so you don't need to worry about it. Yeah. You know? You just know that he needs it. Not everyone can be fucking rich like you. Not everyone's royalty, 
fucking Bobby. Yeah, God. But he does go into his backstory. And it's like a flashback type thing. It's basically, he came from, I'd say, like, a relatively poor family. Yeah, I think they're more, like, they're blacksmiths. They're probably, like, lower middle. Yeah. He's like, oh, my parents trusted me with everything they had. Don't know why they did that, but, you know. Like, all right, I guess. And basically, he thought that he would be able to go to a tavern and gamble and make more. make more. He lost. All he of lost it. all of it. As gambling does. Another thing, I was like, oh, they're just the thing is they like have a shot of it, and they're playing cards with money, and they're just showing gambling. And I'm like, there are actual like rules about showing gambling, gambling, and, and alcohol and stuff to children. Like it's one of those things. I don't know if that's like an Australian thing, but yeah. I was very shocked that gambling was allowed to be seen because like here, pokies like. Children aren't allowed to go into areas that have pokies in them. Yeah. Like, even just at normal pubs, they'll have, like, a sectioned-off area where people can gamble. But it's only 18+. plus. But it's 18+, plus, and you're not allowed to go in there if you're yeah. a kid. So I was very like, oh, so they're just, like, putting a very kind of longish, not even trying to hide the fact that he's literally gambling away money. It's also one of the reasons I liked him, because he has a real, like, solid character flaw. Yeah. And he has this whole, Which like, was I'm the- trying to make up for my past... Yeah. I'm trying to make it up to my parents. And this is the thing where it like parallels Brietta and he couldn't face them so he never went back. Yeah. And now he's trying to make up this money. To there are a lot them. of kids in this film that just left. Yeah, and they just kind of went, well, obviously my parents will never forgive me so I won't talk to them ever again. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's fine, I guess. That, I mean, um, that's a relatable way to like face life problems, problems but run away yeah run away run away from those problems Probably. run away to the forbidden forest yeah live I, your life out as a magical flying talking horse in I, the clouds but I, I just think that like i really liked aiden yeah i, I, I really liked him by this I think point he's a well-made character in a, a franchise of pretty poorly constructed characters yeah yeah he's not perfect he's not gonna go down in the history books but He's not Gandhi. Constituents, pretty good. Yeah. So he goes on about that, and then he goes, "Okay, well, I'm gonna make the ring of love mm. out of my sword." And he keeps trying to sacrifice his sword. No, no, no. This is the only time he's tried to sacrifice. No, it. he tried to give it away instead of the ice skates. Like I just remember thinking, oh, like, yeah. he keeps trying to like give his sword away. Does he just not want it? <laughs> yeah. No, I think originally the fencer was. Like, he was like, oh, I'll take the sword, and then... But he goes to give it to him. And I was very surprised at that point. He's going to do that, but I just, I guess he doesn't want it. Yeah. I mean, he's a blacksmith. Maybe he's just making another one. Yeah, but I imagine that when you are living on your own in the Forbidden Forest, those materials are very hard to come by. That's true. He does magically have, like, one of the, like, tongs, but he does not have an anvil or hammer. Yeah, but before that... mm. Basically, Brietta comes, comes over and she's like, oh, no, use my crown. And Annika's like, ah, oh, no, that's your crown. And Brietta's like, no, 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 I think we need to use it. Like, I want to use it. Like, this is to save our parents. Although she says this is to save my parents. Hmm. I don't know. They have two very different ideas of what their parents are like. Yeah. I guess. And it's like a sacrifice for her. Yeah, she's like, because I love them. She never says anything about fucking loving... I forget the main character's name. Annika. Annika. 
she never says anything about loving her. And I'm like, I know you... They have just met. I'm like, I know you've just met, but you are family. Yeah, but, like, you know, family isn't just blood, and they literally don't know each other. I guess, but it seems very Barbie... Like, it seems very Barbie-ish to go down that route. I totally yeah. agree, but it seems very Barbie-ish to yeah, go down that Yeah, it's surprising that Barbie didn't make them, like, be insta, like, oh, we're family, so of course I care about you person I've known for two days. Yeah, and I mean, they, they do care about each other, but oh, not yeah, yeah. in the, you know, it's like, oh, we're not family, the, we should care about each other, but they but don't. not in the, we grew up together and yeah. we're very, very We're fucking funded. ride or die. Yeah. So, um, and then, as soon as she says that, it turns into the ring of love. And then, like, Annika's well, was like, well, I didn't see how big the ring could be, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a big-ass ring. But then they give them all to Aiden. And I liked that it didn't just magically construct itself. I thought I that felt was, that weird. I thought it was weird because it, they magically turned into stuff, like, the staff magically turned from a room into this. Yeah. But also, I was like, oh, cool, so they're gonna, like, manually construct the staff. I thought it was a cool touch, especially because he's a blacksmith. They give it to him, and it's, like, trusting him with it. Yeah, and there's this little montage of him, like... Bad, with... like, it just... Like, fucking... It's not how blacksmithing works. You yeah. can't just make a campfire. Yeah, no, it needs to be very hot. It needs to be, like, so fucking hot that it's not, like, yeah. just burning some wood. Honestly, in my head, was just like, do, 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 What? <laughs> it's like this song that uses the slur for Romani people that we did at my school, but, like, we had the two principals, like, banging ham- hammers on an anvil to the beat. It was very weird. Um, yeah, so eventually this is created, and they're like, okay, cool, we have this. How does it work? Brietta's like, does it work? And <laughs> this is, <laughs> I really like this bit because Annika's like, I don't know if it works, but there's one way to find out. And she points it at Brietta. Yeah. And it's, I'm like, that's potentially very dangerous. Yeah. It's like basically like having a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. It's like, you don't know how to use. It's like, oh, does this gun work? And like, then yeah, point it like, at someone. That's what I was thinking. It's like, you don't even, like, it could be in just an offensive weapon. Yeah. Like, that is basically like being like, hey, what's this thing? And then just picking it up and pointing. It's like, oops, I shot you. Yeah. I, I pointed it and pulled the trigger. Yeah. Of this thing that I knew while collecting it, I was going to use as a weapon, but mm. whatever. And then Brietta dies. <laughs> Cut credits. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening to our podcast, guys. So, you know, Brietta gets turned. Uh, Annika says, you know, a wish from the bottom of my heart. Take away Wenlock's curse from my sister. Yeah. She turns back into a human. And it's all good. This is the thing, though. Like, she's the exact... She appears to be the exact same age. And we know from the, like, flashback as when she was turned. Mm. So, like, Brietta is obviously 16 years older, we're assuming, than... Annika, but it seems she's, because of magic, unchanged. And I'll let that slide. That happens a lot. Yeah. Also, because it's Barbie and... What bothers me is how young the mother looks. The dad looks old enough. Like, he looks like, you know, he could be almost 50. But the mom looks like like she's 30. Yeah. Not that she has, like, two children who are 16 years apart. You know, she'd have to be, like, almost 50, like her husband appears. But no, she's, like, got not a single wrinkle on her face. Yeah. But, you know. As someone who is 14 and 19 years apart from my older siblings, 
That's not how it works. Mm. But then they're like, hey, wait, how do we get back? Yeah, they're like, hmm, we need to get back, but you can't fly anymore. And this is where the bell yeah. comes into play. And I think this bit kind of forgives the whole, uh, she's galloping around one ring because she rings the bell, but she yeah. says, you know, Cloud Queen, please send us some horses. So yeah. I think she had to ring it and then say... And then the bell, like, disappears. Like, it turns to dust. Two Pegasus come flying down from the sky, mm -hmm. which is cool. But also, like, Aiden is like, well, my job here is done. I'll see ya. Yeah. So he's he like, goes on, because he, he's had his, his own horse the whole time. And yeah. He goes to go down the mountain and they fly off. And I can't imagine how strange. Brienne has been human for, what, a minute? Two minutes? Mm. And she's, like, riding another Pegasus? Yeah. Like, I could just imagine it would feel very strange to her. Yeah. And I, I'm surprised she didn't comment on how weird that would feel. Also, she's, like, like two, two horses fly down. The one that Annika rides is white. And the one that uh, Brietta rides is like a Palomino sort of yeah. horse, and the white one doesn't have a name that's given. Um, yeah. But uh, Brietta says, "Oh, you know, Goldbeam. Like, yeah. you know, do you recognize me?" So, like, she knows these horses. Yeah. Well, and whether it's just because Must be weird for the horses. Yeah, it's weird because it's like, okay, do you know these horses in the sense of like? In the sense that I know the horses that I ride because I go to the stables every week mm. and I see all these horses. Some of them I don't even ride, but I know them and they know me. Does well, she know them in that sense? Or does she know them as if like... She can communicate with them. She can communicate with them and, and she's she another horse. I I would believe either because Pegasus aren't real animals. I think she'd be able They're to still... Animals. Yeah, I think she'd still be able to technically communicate with them in that they could understand her, but I don't think she can understand them anymore yeah. if that was ever the case. But like, the thing is, if other like Pegasuses or whatever, Pegasi, Pegasi started talking in the film, I wouldn't have been surprised because they're magic animals. And yeah. Shiva kind of talks, and she's like a baby, so it kind of implies that when animals... I would have... Like, even normal yeah. animals can kind of talk when they grow up. I would have loved that if they just flown down all gracefully, and it's like, oh, Goldbeam. You know, you like, probably don't... Fuck, Brietta. <laughs> yeah. Do you recognize me? And it's like, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So and they... it's like, they put me out of posture for two weeks, and you're a human again? What the fuck? They, they're flying back towards the Cloud Kingdom. But Wendlock has caught up with them. Yeah. He's flying behind them and above them on his griffin. Which is so cool, by the way. I know, it's so cool. Especially, like, at the end, when you yeah. find out. Yeah. But, um, basically, he's, like, shooting at them with his wand. And, like, he misses a couple of times. They look like... The magic looks like laser beams. Like, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, Star glasses. Wars. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Like, any minute, the fucking Pegasi are gonna go into, into like, that hyperdrive. This isn't Pacific Rim. I was thinking, like, they were going to go into, like, hyperspeed and just fucking, like, blast off. But, um, yeah, so I think he hits Brietta mm. and she sort of goes down or something like that. And then Annika, <laughs> I keep forgetting her name. Um, you know what, next time, I'm going to write you a little cue card with all the names on it. Yeah, thank you. I just, because this is the problem. I keep in my mind thinking, okay, well, I can't think of the names right now, so I'll think of, like, the next thing. So, like, for example, I couldn't think of Brietta's name, so I was like, Britannica. And then I'm like, from then on, my mind's like, Britannica. And then I'm like, no, that's not the name. 
I'll, I'll write you a cheat sheet. Okay, cool. Thank you. Basically, Annika looks back and she's like, oh, you know, my sister has just fallen down. And then she looks back just in time to see that she's not looking where she's going. So she is about to fly into a huge rock. This is the thing. They're going to a canyon type Yeah, they're, they're going to a huge, yeah, huge canyon type thing. What I will say is I always, I always get ribbed a lot by my mom mostly because I'm very nervous about the idea of driving but I'm very capable of riding a horse and I have been since like the age of six and my mom's like you can ride on the back of an actual animal like an animal that can is unpredictable but you can't get in something that you control entirely the thing is I will concede the scary thing about driving the car is the fact that other people also drive cars yeah like the you thing can is, just drive around uh, uh, an empty road or a dirt paddock. I've been doing that since I was 12. Getting in a car and obeying road rules and also trying to figure out what the fuck other people are trying to do. Yeah. Because other people don't indicate and have road rage and go through lights they shouldn't. That's yeah. the difficult part yeah. of the anxiety part But the thing is, if you replace... This has been a PSA. <laughs> oh, boy. Continue. Don't drink and drive, kids. Don't drink and drive, you bloody idiot. That's Australian references for you. But the point I'm trying to get at is if you replace cars with horses, which people have been doing for ages. Yeah, um, horsepower. Horsepower. Cars um, got many, many horses inside them. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> okay. That, that's how it works. Cars are... If you don't know... If you, if you don't know mechanic, getting way cars off. are just... just Stuffed with horses. That's all <laughs> We're getting so off topic. An engine is just a bunch of horses crammed into that <laughs> tiny, tiny... We're getting so off topic. <laughs> We're getting so far from the point I'm trying to make. The point is that if you got a bunch of people on horses all on the road, it's still other people... It'd be chaotic. That's no, no, no. in the metal. <laughs> shut shut the fuck up! <laughs> I'm trying to make a point. Um, do, you know, do you know what revving is? It's just horses <laughs> screaming in unison. <laughs> it's just like, but the you know the car. You can see it now, can't you? Yeah. Go look inside your cars, folks. <laughs> just be a bunch of You'll, horses looking up surprised. at you. Anyway, Shut the fuck up, okay? But like, it would still be chaotic, and it would still be a bunch of other people controlling these animals. But the thing about horses that you don't get with cars or that we might soon get with cars but not to the exact same i don't know the horses are living breathing things and if they are going to run into something namely another horse they're not going to do that because it's in their best it's in their best interest not to that's why i've been giving the horses ais (laughs) i'm gonna fucking kill you when this is over listeners you have no idea how angry tommy looks right now i'm livid based on like the I, waves are now recording, just getting much bigger. I am livid. Also, I am ADHD as fuck right now, and I have been like this whole week. My eyes are hurting from keeping them open too wide. Too wide. I'm so angry right now. Would you know who else is angry? The horses. No. Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking. Because Barbie has fallen down. Yeah, the, the, the point I'm trying to make here is that I don't understand how her looking away to you know for the you know in the interest of her sister is like 
You're smiling, and it's the smile that you give when you're gonna say something that Just I'm gonna go. fucking Just smack go. you for. Just say it. Um, the horse could have very easily have not bumped into that yeah, you, rock. You took a while to make that point. I, think you I did. I did because <laughs> <laughs> you kept talking about horses and cars and AIs. No, horses are cars. Secretly, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking cry. <laughs> Technically, no, 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 technically cars are horses because horses have been, no, cars are full of horses, therefore horses are part of a car. They're in the framework. I'm a mechanic. (laughs) If you look closely, the wheels are actually just little horse legs. Yes. See, you're getting it now. All right. Wenlock, Wenlock's there. He's, he's a dick. Uh, Brietta's passed out because she fell out of the sky and... For some reason... For some reason, neither of the horses are injured. Horses are very fragile. Mm. Also, they have wings, which are yeah. also very fragile. Mm. You think a pegasus would be twice as fragile as a bird or a horse because yeah. it's both. But maybe the movie just doesn't care whether they live or die. <laughs> I think, no. I think the movie definitely cares that they live. Yeah, that's true. Because all kids are watching. Yeah. Um, but they don't care about whether or not they show gambling. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, polygamy. But Annika is obviously pissed. And so she, you know, points... You're blinking. <laughs> I'm blinking because I just checked the time and I realized how late it is and I want to go home. Okay, well, let's get through this then. Yeah. Let's get through this together. And I realized how long we've got to go. Okay, so basically, Annika is. <laughs> Annika is pissed. She points the wand and's like, "I'll destroy you," kind of like Goku, but like you know, not as much. And it, the wand doesn't work. And then Wenlock's like, "Haha, foolish girl!" And he magics the wand over to him and, and takes it. And he's like, "Oh, a gift and for me? Then... How thoughtful!" And I'm like, "You fucking dick!" He's such a dick. And then he has his wand, and he like. Basically makes he caves in around her, and so she's in this like middle sex in this middle, and then sucks her lower hair into a pit, and then causes an avalanche. And I'm like, what the? I'm fuck? like, you could have just caused but the then, avalanche. Like man. he goes away, and Aiden comes like you know coming. No, no, no. Shiver wakes Brietta up. Oh, but like Aiden still comes. Yeah, and, but I don't understand how they. Then they start just, like, digging at the edge of this huge snowfall. And I, mm. I remember thinking, like, oh, she's dead. That would kill you. Not necessarily. You would die. You would die eventually, but not necessarily. That was ins- a lot of snow. That amount of weight snow. falling from that height. Listen, people have been stuck in avalanches and still No, 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 still she was out. in the middle of, like, like, a chasm around her. Mm. But then they pull her out. And I'm like, how? She was in the middle of, like... Nothing. It it was you very weird. Fallen, I don't. I don't. I, it, it was, I don't want to think odd. about it. It was an animation maybe issue, the, I believe. Or maybe the um maybe the snow just filled it in. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I guess. But I she don't still partic- in the middle. I don't um, particularly what happened care. After that, they pull her out. Looks really weird that when they're like brushing snow off her yeah, face, it she, looked, she looks super dead. Then you they. Know t- what I realized is very odd about Barbie. They never animate breathing. I mean, they don't do that with a lot of animation. I just sometimes, especially if they're not talking, they look eerily still. Like, any character that's a human in a Barbie. But especially yeah. Barbie, I think because she's Barbie, like, when they're asleep, they just look dead. 
Like, every, anytime that's Bobby's true. been, like, had her eyes closed or that's true. been asleep, that's it's always true. like, oh, you're just, like, super dead, though, yeah. right? Anyway, so then they take her back to the Cloud Kingdom. This is the part of, she's passed out on the pillow and she just looks dead. Yeah. Like, because she's asleep, but she's not breathing. Yeah. And I think Aiden, everyone's kind of crowded around her. And Aiden's like, please wake up. Yeah. And then she wakes up. And he's like, cool, thanks for answering my wish. It's like, sweet. Um, and then she's like, I have to go to... S- go right now. I have to go. Time, I know? have to go. But she gets up and she just kind of almost collapses again. She's very dizzy. And I like that because often they just get up and keep walking. And I'm like, well, no. Yeah. But everyone else is like, no, you can't Even if do I, that. Yeah. Sometimes I just get up in the morning from sleeping and yeah. I nearly collapse. Sometimes I just stand up from sitting on the couch too long and I nearly collapse. <laughs> <laughs> it is but, not that easy to stand up look we're getting old now yeah. but they're all kind yeah. of like well no you can't do that and i really like she has a real determination and personality yeah. to her personality and it's very consistent that she's very like i will do what i want yeah. from the very first time we see her you know out there skating on her yeah. own against her parents wishes she's very like yeah but she's kind of finally being like listening to people i guess and being like okay okay but like she's like i do kind of need to do but this we do need to do this but this is my favorite thing in the film mm. they get like the little girl yeah to slow down the sunset and again science but i still thought it was super well super cool. if they can control the yeah. sun they're like a polar pulling his chariot across the sky i thought i don't know i thought it was super awesome yeah like, like, it was oh, super awesome. oh let's find this super cool loophole you said three days well guess what we're gonna fuck with time now. we're gonna make the third day longer where? like i just love that i love the idea of oh you, you the condition was days well guess what we're gonna change the definition of a day <laughs> extra hours bitch <laughs> daylight savings was invented in this movie yeah i also kind of realized that basically all movies the villain like this and in, in for bobby they all end up like the final battle is them showing up at the house <laughs> You know, like, yeah. But except this time, it's like a very cool, like ice palace. Yeah. Thing. So basically, what what happens? Aiden, Brietta, Annika, mm-hmm. Shiva. For some reason, mm-hmm. I, I do believe Shiva was not meant to follow them to this one. No, no, no. Because the thing is, Shiva went and they go get on Pegasus, mm. Pegasi, and they fly there. Shiva was supposed to stay behind with Brietta with the two horses. Mm. You just should have left her at the Cloud Castle, yeah. really. But basically, there's like this sheer drop that's all ice. Yeah. And they're going to skate down there. Which is really cool. Which is awesome really cool. Skill. Um, yeah, they really could have used more of her skill. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I, they kind of just beginning and the end has to do ice skating. I yeah. thought that was a bit Yeah. But... Um, but the bits that are ice skating are very well animated. Aiden has fashioned some new ice skates. Sweet. Which look much better. I like that she's like, you know, just follow after me. And then they start ice skating. She's like, okay, I guess you're fine then. You're yeah. all good. You're, you're yeah. good at this. So then they go down and they start pirouetting their way around. Mm. Uh, Shiva yeah. falls down. At no point does Brietta think, I should go just quickly fly down and mm. get that polar bear. Yeah. No, she just lets her go. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like when you're going that fast though, like it'd be very hard. Like downhill on an ice with ice skates. Oh, yeah. It's very hard. But fucking Shiva does like cling onto one of Aiden's legs and he manages to kind of like get her. Mm. And I was like, I, the thing is every time 
Shiva got near ice skates, I was like, she's going to die. Yeah. She's going to get split in half. <laughs> and, it, like, I knew it wasn't going to happen because of the movie that it is. Mm. But it's still, like, I had this moment of, like, oh, ice skates. Ice skates, sharp. I like ice skating, but it does make me anxious because I'm always scared I'm going to fall and have my fingers chopped off. Yeah. It's real cool. But I don't like ice skating around other people. At least with rollerblading, yeah. you just get I your love, fingers run over. I love roller skating. It's all good. You love rollerblading. No, I'm skating now. Okay, cool. I switched because rollerblades have my ankles. But cool. having the four wheels doesn't. Anyway, unimportant. Um, yeah, so basically the griffin. I think for animation, the downhill, this is my favorite part. Oh, yeah. Like them skating looks really sick. And also, yeah, the griffin. Um, the griffin is sort of flying around... Keeping, uh, keeping watch. watch and stuff. They managed to sneak past it for a bit and then start going up the steps to Wendlock's house sort yeah. of thing. And the griffin does notice them and starts following them up the stairs. It's a really weird animation. He's yeah. like creeping up the steps. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Basically, Aiden stays back to like sword fight this bitch. Thank God they didn't let him give up his sword. That's an ultimate timeline where that is not the case. So basically, he stays back to fight the griffin and Annika keeps going there is a point where Wendlock is trying to use this wand to make his wives like work harder and this yeah. is the point where he calls them dogs and stuff yeah. and like he's threatening them with, with this wand and stuff then it doesn't work so he just kind of tosses it onto one of his and you see money piles because he's got the other wand he doesn't care he doesn't yeah he doesn't yeah. need it he just knows that the wand of light is more powerful than him but it's also not working so he's kind of like eh. he's like eh um, you do see and the you gem. And didn't work for Annika either, so yeah. what's he got to worry about? Yeah. And you see, like, where he throws it, the gem is, like, very, like... Yeah. It, it's very loose. She accidentally makes it... Actually, no, Shiva accidentally makes noise. That's true, yeah. And they hide. He starts to come closer, but then he hears his griffin fighting with Aiden. Oh, that's it. And then he goes to basically investigate. And then... Annika goes along, she finds the thing, she picks it up, and then the gem comes loose. Yeah. And she, basically, it topples over the edge. We also see Aiden topple over the edge. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, Aiden's dead. Yeah. There's a lot of moments in this film where I'm like, wow, main character just died. I yeah. Mean, I know they didn't, but they, they died. Like, if this was a film about realism, that killed them. Yeah. I think it's implied that he grabbed onto the edge. Yeah. It usually is. We did just watch a movie where a character falls over a waterfall into raging rapids below, and he was fine. Yeah, spoilers for Black Panther. Yeah. Oh, oh, this will be released in a while. Yeah. We're recording this like two months early. Yeah, we just saw that today. It came out yesterday. But it was yeah, great. It was the best. And by comparison, this, this is, is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh,. She's like, uh, she picks up the gem, it falls over the edge, and she's like, holy shit, what do I do? Yeah. She's standing there, like, panicking for a bit, and then Aiden, he's like, climbs up, he's like, oh, 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 fuck. <laughs> he's like, I nearly died. And then she's like, okay, great, well, you're about to actually die, because I just kind of lost the gem. And he's like, oh, okay, you can use my gem. Oh, yeah, he does that. I'd completely forgotten about that. Yeah. That and was then, so good, and she. But there's a moment where she's like, "Oh no, you know." You need, and I'm like, "Dude, you're okay. How about how about you just take the gym now? And since you're the princess, you just give him a bunch of money at the end." Yeah. How about that? Yeah. The lady does not need to protest this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take the gym. 
Take the consistent. I, I, I like that. It's yeah. like, I don't know. I thought that was clever. And then basically, Wenlock comes along and he's like, oh, hi, you're here, I guess. There's really no point where he's scared of them. He's pretty well, confident. There is the, the point where Annika tries to use the wand against him. Oh, and yeah, he's like, second, yeah. and he's like, ah, he, but then it doesn't work. Mm. He's like, oh, okay. He gets the griffin to pin Aiden down, and then he magics the wand of light back over to himself Again. and gives it to one of his wives to hold, basically. Yeah. He's, he's being pretty, obviously, nasty to his wives in front of her. So she's like, oh, gonna, you know, use this against him. She doesn't even say, oh, hey, I can free you with this wand. She's like, hey, this wand could be used to help everyone wink wink yeah. it could be used to better the lives of the whole, whole kingdom. kingdom wink 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 and then there's mm-hmm. a bit of back and forth back and yeah. forth back and, and forth like, oh but you're my wives you know you're loyal to me and, it's like, oh. and then eventually th- this this one wife that doesn't re- she's like ah oh, what do i do yeah, what do i do and then the other wives are like um obviously give it to her they're like they're like giving her like the look the look they're like helen don't fuck this up! <laughs> and then eventually she throws it to... Um, Annika. Annika. <laughs> um, and this time she says, undo all of Wenlock's spells. Yeah. And then this big beam goes around her, and Wenlock tries to use like the spell against her, like use his wand against her, and there's that kind of like meet-in-the-middle sort of thing, mm. that cliche, except not yeah. really, because there's no real resistance, yeah, and it's just no the... Back and forth. It's just the bubble that just kind of pushes it back. I think yeah. we already did have that back and forth thing with just the wife in the middle. Yeah. Basically, the these troll wives turn back into beautiful women. And all his illusions fade. All his illusions he's like fade. A balding middle-aged dude who his wand is actually like a boat a paddle, stick and all his gold is just kind of garbage. Yeah, and like. His griffin is actually like a really fucking grumpy cat, which I thought was really cool. And I, I really loved all that. And his house, because his house has been reinforced by magic to make it look cool, it's all collapsing. Yeah. One thing that I did find really weird and unnecessary was as, as uh, Bobby is doing all of this stuff. Yeah. Really unnecessary dress transformation. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, there is no that's, reason. That's just to sell a toy with an. Uh, switchable dress like that's it yeah that's all the dress transformations are for and like i can love this stuff and be realistic about why they were made it's it's a commercial thing yeah so are all things but i choose to love it anyway because i do but also you filthy part, capitalist pig yes but also in this part this like close up and with like all the wives back as themselves and on next to them and then there's a wide shot and the wives are gone. Yeah! And, they cut, and it's, like, so obvious. Oh, yeah. And they cut back and the wives are there again. And they're, like, stalking closer. To... They're, like, slowly walking yeah, towards to him, like, backing him in. As the building's collapsing. Yeah. Brietta mm. comes in and she's like, okay, guys, let's go. And Annika's like, oh, you, you know, she turns to the wives and she's like, oh, come on, you know, let's get out of here. And they're mm. like, no, 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 you go ahead. We're gonna fuck this guy up. And I was like, yes. And I'm like, yes! Revenge. I'm like, fuck him up! Yeah, and then... They go back, and then it sort of cuts to the three wives, Wendlock, and the cat on, like, a uh, it's a piece of ice. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a piece of I ice. I it was a piece of the building. No, nah, yeah, it's yeah, a piece yeah. of ice. It's floating, and he has his paddle. Yeah, and basically, they're, like, standing over him, and they're like, you know, I, you know, I want my nails buffed, I want them freaking sparkling, 
Um, you fed a fucking paddle. You fed a fucking paddle double time. I'm like, I'm like, I really hope you plan on leaving him once you get to shore. Hmm. I think that's the point. I think they just want to torture him a little bit. Yeah. But also, you know, the sisters reunite with their parents. They unfreeze the town folk. The yeah. The little boy is really grateful. Yeah. Aiden goes back home and talks to his father, and I really like that. He yeah. He got his little conclusion, and I can't really remember what order these happened in. It does not matter. I liked it. It didn't end in, like, a random wedding for once. Yeah. Oh, really and it, it ends with him, like, introducing Anna to his father. Which I honestly loved. And it was also kind of vague because it was like, oh, is he introducing her as like, hey, here's like the princess. I met her. We're friends now. Like we went on this whole journey together. I'm going to introduce you. Or is he introducing her as like, hey, we're kind of a thing now. I really like that they left it really ambiguous. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could read that they, they're they in love. You could also read because they're best friends. They don't kiss or anything. I prefer when it, something like this ends. They've known each other three days, you know. Yeah. I like that they're leaving it at, and you know what? Something might happen. Like, they've had yeah. this experience together. They might blossom into something, or they might be friends. Instead of being like, I love you. I love you. Let's be together forever, man. I've met three days ago. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Gay people can be like that. That's true. You've got the whole... The UPS just a lesbian. More, a little bit more magic. Yeah, U-Haul lesbians. Yeah, the U-Haul lesbians. Yeah. Trope. Um, straight people don't get to be... I mean, they, some straight people aren't like that, yeah. but it's it's gay culture to like marry each other within three days. Yeah. So, rating. Rating. Uh, first, we got music. Music. Um, uh, I just... I, three for me. I just don't okay, think it three, was yeah. special. Like, it yeah, was I'm going to give basic. it a three as well. It was a it, basic was, score. And the song they made for the credits was like the title song was not good. Sorry, Brie Larson, but it just wasn't. Yeah, good. Brie Larson, if you're listening to this, uh, you're doing such great things. You're doing amazing, sweetie. But I'm sorry that this is not your finest hour. Mm. You might have enjoyed this, but I'm sorry that you went through this point in your life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so are you going to rate it? Yeah, I gave it a three as well. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, next is skills. So obviously ice skating. Ice skating. I think it was strongly used in reference throughout all of it. It made yeah. sense that it was. Yeah, that they definitely referenced actual figure skaters in the way that for previous movies they've referenced ballet yeah, so, dancers. Yeah. I'm going to give it a five. because Yeah, think, same. Like, it's really like, yeah, it was cool. But also it was... thematically, I don't think it made much sense it... to her personality. I mean, I know your like your hobbies and your personality don't have to match, but also like in the story, it was used once in the it story. Was, yeah, they could have used it more. Yeah, it didn't really come like, up. You could kind of have like and it's made like this more of an ice game. Yeah, and it's like with dancing in previous movies, like you can include dancing for things that really don't make sense because it's dancing. But they there wasn't a lot where I, ice skating was really thing. important. I, I didn't really understand what ice skating, why it was in the story. Other yeah. Than to give her something. Like, she could have just it been was, out like, there, you know. She could have literally not ice skated through the whole film and it would have been the same film. Yeah. If she just danced instead. Like, yeah. I don't, like they didn't give a reason why ice skating is the thing and not yeah. anything else. That's the thing. She could have just dan- been a dancer instead yeah. or, like, into another kind of sport and it would be the same movie. So yeah. I just feel like they didn't go into why she cared about it. She yeah. just did. Yeah, so that's a five for both mm. of us. Animation? Uh... I'm going to give that like a 4.5. 
Yeah, I'm gonna give it a four because it's like has a, it's like up and down. Like yeah, this, shit, this is pretty cool. This is shit again. Yeah, and also there were a lot of animation mistakes. Yeah, that were very obvious. Like often when I, I have feel... to read online to know an animation mistake is there, then obviously it's not that bad. Yeah, those are fine. When like I don't notice it myself, but when they're glaringly obvious oh, on yeah. my first watch, and it's like, what the fuck is that? Really, what you did there? Yeah, in your finale. Like I don't know. I just thought it was. Yeah, you know, we still had to read online to know that in uh, Magic um, of the Rainbow, the fucking yeah, yellow guardians' hands clip through a crotch. Yeah, but we still had to read it. We didn't notice it because it probably happened to the background. But yeah. this was. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was animation. What's the Narrative. next one? Narrative. See, I'm so torn on this because it has this horrible, horrible beginning, but then it settles into a really good story. So I think I'm going to give it a five again because okay. I just straight in the middle because, well, I don't know what else to say. I'm it has be... these real, yeah. like, it, it's, it's good, but only at a certain point. And it has this really drawn out, but somehow still rushed beginning. I'm going to give, yeah, I'm going to give it a six. Just, you know. Yeah. That's cool. What's the next one? Barbie herself. How did you feel about her? I'm sorry, I keep going, but I think Barbie was a strength in this. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to give her a 7.5. All right, so we've got a 7.5 from you. Um, I'm going to give her a 7. She came across strong. She, she was, was very strong. A very, um, a personality that was referenced and never changed. She was consistent, yeah, she was consistent. with how she acted and how she reacted to everything, which was to be... Very, very out there, very, very go-getting. Yeah. And to the point where some people had to, like, say, hey, yeah. we can't do that, we're tired, we need to rest. Yeah. And I love those moments because it was like, yes, she isn't perfect. She, you know what? I'm going to go up. I'm going to give that an eight. Hell yeah. And also, just enjoyability. I mean, my instinct is to rate enjoyability on my enjoyability of the games, which is not my yeah, experience same. with the movie. Like, I have nostalgia for this game, but I have to, like, yeah, the game was a real big part of my childhood, and like... I love that we're talking about different games. Yeah. But both from the same movie. I have a lot of good memories associated with these games. I'm even tempted, after watching this movie, to find an old CD-ROM of it on, mm. like, eBay, boot up my old, like, old, old laptop, yeah. and play it on there. Yeah. Like, and I would still get the same same nostalgia, but... The movie, I... It had its moments, but... It had its moments. I, I wasn't engaged as I, I am with some other ones, so I'm going to yeah. give it... Give it a 6.5. I'm going to give it a 6. Okay, so okay. I ended up 30.5. What were you? And I ended up with 32.5. So, so all together, that is 63. That's pretty good. That's out of, like, what, 120? Yeah. And, I mean, that's much higher than Victoria was, to be Yeah, honest. what was that? That was... Pretty in, low. That was in the 30s or yeah, 20s was, or something. Yeah, our, our lowest. It was very low. I can't think of anything that's going to be lower than that. Maybe, yeah. like, the... Uh, Princess Diaries. Uh, the Barbie Diaries. Yeah, Barbie yeah. Diaries. Not the Princess Diaries. That's an amazing film. <laughs> completely unrelated. But do you have a highlight? Anything? I think... What's your favorite character in this one? Um, I have to say Brietta. I like Brietta as well. Brietta was pretty cool. Aiden, I like, you know, I, I liked his character. I thought he was pretty cool even if I didn't like him at first. Yeah. I will say, one thing I will say about this is that um, I think I let my nostalgia for the game sort of cloud my prejudgment on this. Yeah. So I think I was a little let down. Yeah. My favorite character was the girl that kept falling asleep. 
who control oh, yeah. the dawn and the sunset. But I mean, your your good answer is is just cool. As well. Yeah. <laughs> but I think yeah. we're done because we've been going for ages. Yeah, we've been and going I for a while. I need to pick my roommate up from the station. <laughs> yeah, I need to go so, home. Yeah. All right. Catch us on the internet mm-hmm. if you can find us. <laughs> no, we're called Barbie Topia. No. Um, no. They, they gotta find us. Track us down. See ya. Listen to our last podcast and we give out the <laughs> URLs and stuff. Shh. Don't tell them. Don't give them clues. See you guys.